0: yo good evening how you doing you're welcome to another beautiful Thursday. day has been last week holidays and oh how was your day it's nice speaking to you on another beautiful Thursday. day you're welcome to now that you are young podcast thank you for always sharing the links thank you for sharing the voices and teaching with your friends thank you for spreading it to young persons around you god will richly bless you i wanted to know that i love you very much and there's nothing you can do about it thank you so today we are going to be talking on the topic there is hope for you or now that you're before then we're gonna read the scriptures and pray. I may anchor scripture today is Job 14, 17 to 19. So quickly let's check Job 14, 17 to 19. It says, um, For there is hope, Job 14, 7, for there is hope for a tree, if it's cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its tender shoot will not cease though its roots may grow old in the earth and its stumps may die in the ground yet at the scent of water it will board and bring forth the branch like a plant Can you, you can close your eyes as we pray almighty oh, and everlasting father we thank you for another opportunity to hear under the arm of now that you are young we ask you, Lord, that our thoughts be flooded with light. We ask, O oh Lord, that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. Thank you for receiving your word. Thank you for giving us your word. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. There is hope for you. There is hope for you no matter the pain. There is hope for you no matter how broken you are. There is hope for you no matter the struggle. I'm here simply to let you know that there is hope. There is hope for you, no matter how it seems as if you are falling short of the word timing. You see, we are in the world system where they have timing for everything. There's a time the world feels you should be married. There's a time the world feels you should be making millions. There's a time the world feels you should be taking care of your parents. They are no longer supporting you. There's a time the world feels you should be done with school. And it seems as if you are not on the time standard of the world. And you feel as if you are a failure. I'm here to tell you that there is hope. There is much, much hope for that tree, even if it is cut down. As far as his roots is still grounded in Christ, as far as Christ is still your anchor, there is hope that at the scent of water, if you can just return back and remember your maker, at the scent of water you will sprout again. You know he is the good husband man. He is the vine dresser. He will not want you to wither. He just wants you to stick your anchor in him. He wants you to remember that he is your source. Not those other sources you are thinking of. Not those other options. He wants you to make him the only option. He wants your hope to be made alive. He wants your hope to be strong. As far as you have breath of life, there is hope. Scripture says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Now imagine the man without Christ. He has no hope. You have hope in Jesus You have the hope that is not deferred. Oh, hallelujah. You have a hope that is solid. You have a hope that cannot be separated. A hope that that you are sure on your place in Christ. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Not pain, not struggle, not merriment, not plenty, not lack. Nothing is able to separate us from the love of God. Romans 8. There is hope for you. Imagine a tree that was cut down, that probably men are sat on, has turned to waste too. He said, But at the scent of water, this is not even at the rush of water, at the scent that there is life coming, it will sprout again. It will grow again and become a shade. It will grow again and begin to give succor to people. Why not keep your hope alive? Why not pitch your hope on Jesus? Why not hope on him because he cared for you? Don't check your life by the standards of word. Don't check your life by the standard of me. The problem we have with so many young persons is they begin to check their life with the people of the world. No, that's when you give yourself frustration and problem. My life is not, my progress of my life is not at a standard of what my neighbor is doing or what my friend is doing. It's supposed to, my standard is Jesus. The blueprint for my life was given by Jesus. He knew me before I was formed in the woman, He has ordained me. So I will not check my ordination with that of my neighbor. No. I was ordained for something different. My architectural design is different from that of my brother. So I should not be able to, to check and say, oh, it seems as if the people we grew up together are doing far better so I'm a total failure no a few days back and I was I, I was I was check meeting, some some certain stories and I was checking two persons imagine a preacher who has a big congregation who has been preaching, let's say, for about 10 years and has a mass congregation of about 100,000 or 50,000 as the case may be. And you see them floating all over the website, floating over social media. Oh, my Father in the Lord, my Father in the Lord. You see their worth and truly that preacher has attained. Now, imagine a missionary who, is being, who has been on the feed also for 10 years. We now not have the same social status as that preacher. But he has been doing great things in the feed, rescuing people from bandits, rescuing people from the trials of, of sins and frustration. Imagine the preacher now checkmating himself with that of the missionary and say, Oh, it seems as if I have not achieved anything in life. I do not have people clamoring about calling me daddy or papa. No, the blueprints of their lives are different. Our only standard is Jesus there is hope for that man who has split his, salvation, his foundation on Christ. Praise the Lord. You are not supposed to look at sinner and jealous them. You are not supposed to. You are not supposed to look at sinner. Proverbs 23, 17-18 says, Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all day, for surely there is a year after, and your hope will not be cut short do not look at that scammer do not look at that fraudulent boy do not look at that fraudulent girl and jealous as him as if God has forsaken you he said there is a hope for you thereafter because your weight wet we go like a wind it will blow out but the one whose foundation is sure is Christ is ready to stand the test of time yes Word gained by dishonesty will vanish. That's what Proverbs 1311 told us. It will vanish away. By the twinkle of an eye, they will not find it. But you who has pitched your tent in Jesus is able to do exceedingly sente- abundantly. Do not be defied in your hope. Do not be disappointed in your hope believe god enough that's a problem we do not know how to believe god enough we believe him but we don't believe him enough in some certain situation learn to believe him enough to know that he is your hope learn to believe him enough to know that that which your hand findeth to do he will bless it he will bless the labor of your hands Make sure everything you are doing daily is bringing you closer to that which he has assigned you to do. There's a statement where very used to say, oh, I am not where I used to be. Boy, I am not where I used to be. Uh, I am not where I want to be. Uh-huh. That's, that's the way they make the statement. It's not totally true. It's good that you are not where you used to be it's fine but where you want to be are you making daily efforts to get there don't just say you are not where you used to be hope you are not lesser than where you used to be hope you are better than where you used to be Continue to improve yourself because the Lord loves those that are diligent and he will not put your hope in shame you have a God as an advantage you see we on the God's side have an advantage we have oh so great advantage we have an advantage he, because he is the same God that seals the, the heart of a matter from kings and he reveals it unto us oh can't you see the advantage you have day unto day your tired speech and night is short knowledge That is an advantage you have a god that opens spaces for you at night begins to decode the next verse the next thing the next happening in the world if only you can stick unto him day after day your utterest speech he is speaking he is telling you what next to do how next to do it if only you are anchored with him oh hallelujah make sure your hope is in Christ make sure your hope is in Christ. remember to go back to your so you know the time when it seems as if you are weak, the time when it seems you have you are forgotten the time when it seems as if you are depressed, the time when it seems you are frustrated is the very perfect time for you to go back to your source. Draw strength from him it's not the time for you to to fold your hands and be down no 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 that is not the time. He says, "If you are if you are weak in the days of your adversary, say you do not have strength." And the strength that scripture was talking about was a strength in knowledge. Oh, it is time for you to acquire it is time when everybody see me oh we don't know what she's doing we don't know what he's doing you are acquiring knowledge you are acquiring skills you are acquiring capacity to launch at the moment you launch at it to be a bomb explosion and they begin to wonder how come he knows how to do this how come he he's doing? because you have built enough capacity with hope that there is a future our hope is not of this world our hope is not of the things we see that are worldly and carnal. You see, all those things are added advantage. They are just, they are, they are jarrah on top of the things we enjoy. It's a six year first, the kingdom of God, and every other that every other in all of these things, they are added advantage. So when we are saying having hope, you are not just having hope that you will be rich. You are not just having hope that you will have houses. You are not just having hope that you have car. You are having hope that you have Christ. And one who has Christ is a majority. I want you to trust. I want you to rise up. I want you to believe. And you will do much more. Oh, I want you to start today. Start today. I want you to start today. Because he said he will make a quick walk cut short in righteousness. It is in righteousness that quick walk will be cut short. No, it is not in unrighteousness. It's going to do a quick work in you that is caught short in righteousness. I want you to bow your heads and pray and say, at any time I have shifted my hope to the things of this world, oh Jesus, rescue me. The times when I've forgotten and I put my hope on man, oh Jehovah, forgive me. Make me to see you as my anchor and my true source of hope. Oh, make me to see that you, Christ in us, is the hope of glory. Ah, for those that have not received Christ, you will not understand all of this. I want you to bow your wrist to so say, Jesus, I accept you into my life. I accept that you died for me, and your blood and love has been calling me. Oh, wash me of my sins, wash me of my iniquities, and reinstate me as your child. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you for sharing today with us. God bless you. You don't know wonders that you are doing with this podcast. It's going far and wide. More persons are seeing it. More persons are listening. Life has been touched. That is the aim at last. To rescue men from the claws of Satan. onto the sweet marvelous light. Thank you. See you next week. Oh, I'm not really seeing you. I will speak with you all next week. You can send me your mail. You can send me your comments. You can send me reviews. You can send me whatsoever you have to talk with me about. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.